Talk season 17, episode 4. And today we Yo. starting off this episode with a very special guest who I may stay quiet during this whole little shenanigan pre pod that me and AB Dash had. I would like to introduce no, y'all to our new no guest. No way. No way. Baby Tron. Welcome to the oh, podcast. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you Not think it was? You. What do you think it was? Nah, I really thought you had someone there. I was like, yo, you really made someone quiet? That's some shit you would do because none of your uh, girlfriends have ever spoken up, so... I, I mean, like, <laughs> spoken up, what is there to speak up about? I'm not a documentary, I, nigga. The I, can't, I can't say what there, what there is to speak up about, you know? It's unknown. <laughs> exactly. You know I mean? It's all like, unknown. There's no one that can give information on you. Like, if I was a private investigator, like, there's no one I could question. You feel me? You know? I guess if you if you're looking for that if you're looking at for that type of info then yeah for sure. Like if I was like even like uh, a crazy ex girlfriend I wouldn't even know who on your Instagram to like pursue. Look for <laughs> yeah that's true though yeah that's true that's one hundred percent true because uh, a lot of a lot of women that I've dealt with in the past don't really have uh, Instagrams or are, are active on Instagram besides like liking shit or watching reels. Yeah, and the ones that you actually do interact with, you don't follow. So I definitely follow all of them. Oh, <laughs> just, I, fo- I follow a lot of people. That's a rookie mistake, bro. I guess. I mean, you got to go through a lot of them to see which who's <laughs> oh, who. You, look, bro, you don't got to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you might know who's who. You might follow who's who and not even know. That's true. Like, yo, you just... Scroll down the explore page and it's like your old work and I don't even no no one would no one would know. Yeah, nobody you know? know. No one's the wiser. Well, it's for me to know. So that's for why her, I, for her to keep. That's why I believe the baby. <laughs> Definitely not the baby, nigga. <laughs> oh no, that's why I really thought though. You know, maybe you had someone get there as a secret guest. Definitely not Baby Tron, but I definitely. <laughs> Yo, every jokes know. that had Baby Tron in his bitch. Break down his bars. Like, what do you mean when you said that you uh that you're gonna put it in the headlock like Bret Hart? <laughs> the thing is, is like, you know, like when you learn about something, you start seeing it everywhere. Like your brain starts picking up and recognizing like that pattern. I've been seeing a lot more Baby Tron recently, and I don't know if I like it. I mean, like, do I genuinely like his music? No. Is it funny? Yeah. Like that nigga's jokes. Yeah, like, I it agree just sounds like he's just talking all over the rac- all over the record. I agree with you, but like I've been saying, like his name pop up more, and like conversation, you know, and it was like people keep talking about Baby Tron this, Baby Tron that, and like yo, <laughs> sound like a cheeky video now. <laughs> Maybe Baby Tron really is the truth. I played uh, a little bit of Baby Tron for Xavier. And oh, he definitely gonna fuck with it. Nah, nah. So he let the first like four bars of the beat play, and then when Babytron started sliding on the track, he skipped it. <laughs> I was like, that's very foul. Damn. <laughs> what, 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 what was his response for? Like, what the fuck is this? He's like, yo, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> truthfully, 
Xavier Powell for that. That's super fun. Yo, that nigga is he white? That like this is longer than Baby I thought Tron? we were talking about Baby Tron. Yeah. Baby Tron is definitely white. Hold up. I think he's, I like, think that's him on all the covers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you look at the cover, that's not who I thought he was. I thought Baby Tron was like oh, at least shit. a light skinned like nigga or some shit like that. I ain't no Baby Tron was white. This nigga looked like <laughs> Yo, his, feel fucking me? Twitter, like, his Twitter handle is Ben Reaper. Yeah. Oh, nah, like, oh, he had a, he was just chilling with Kenny Beats, yo. Babytron is up. Nah, he, <laughs> he looks like a white dude. Yeah, like, he, like the most I can get that nigga is Persian. Like, he looked a little Persian, but that's about it. A little, a little Persian. Yo, shout out French Montana, no affiliation to Persia or <laughs> At Babytron. All. At all. Yeah. <laughs> now, French do look a little purging too, though, but yeah. Um, yeah, I was watching fucking um, Selling Sunsets with the shorty, right? The fuck is so that? Said, it's a real estate show. It's about these bi- oh It's about God. this group of women uh. that work at a... <laughs> about this group of women that work at a real estate firm, or uh. a brokerage, as they call it. Yeah. And one of the, the clients was French Montana. He was buying a house, but obviously, French Montana was on TV. They had his little brother... <laughs> Look at the house for him. <laughs> Having your little brother look at houses for you is nuts, first of all. I mean, maybe like, he knew he wanted, bro. Like, that's just his assistant. Then they had him FaceTime French. And f- I don't know why French answered the FaceTime call from the real estate agent shirtless. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, mean, like I didn't know he's here. <laughs> no, like, this stuff is edited, like, Obviously, so like, yeah. they could have been like, "Yo, um, friend, we're about to call you for the show. Like, you're gonna be on the Netflix or whatever." Like, is oh, it's this on how Netflix. It's yeah, it's on Netflix and shit. Oh, I didn't even fucking know they uh, did so, that shit on Netflix. So French Montana was like, "Yeah, I just paid six k for the fake abs. I gotta show it <laughs> off." So a motherfucker was like, "Let me get this fucking shirtless FaceTime call off from my brother in the real estate agent's house." And I was like, holy shit. Who French called? Is, his brother or her, or the real estate agent? His, his brother called. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if your brother called, like, it, don't, it don't matter. Like, I thought you were saying, like, if the real estate agent called, and he was, like, shirtless when she called. Oh, uh, no. He called. His brother called him to speak to the real estate agent. I'm sorry if I, like, made that sound way harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it sounded made way more weird. Then that, um, like, it, like if the real estate agent had his personal number and was like, "Yo, French, I'm about to sell your house." Yeah, like, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, and I know you calling. I'm just gonna say shirtless is kind of odd. Also, there was a big moment that was really relatable, where um, his brother used French's government name. Yeah, and then in the next cut, he he started saying French Montana. <laughs> like, he was like, they told him, with like, yo, nobody knows his name. You gotta say French. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, yeah, Like, they definitely told him on TV, like, bro, nobody knows this nigga real name. Like, you gotta say French Montana. And, like, yo, he definitely... Yo, you know, you know how You know how weird it is to be, like... Like, uh, you're on a TV show, and, like, obviously I don't call my brother French Montana. And then they're like, no, no, you gotta call him French, though. Like, you gotta call him French. You got to. Like, you just have to. You're going ham on that ice right now, bro. Nah, I was eating half a cookie. <laughs> bro. Me and Shorty, we split a cookie. Eight years into the podcast, this nigga still don't know that this ain't an ASMR podcast. Niggas don't want to hear you eat, bro. At the same time, they don't want to hear me eat, but they would have been upset if I didn't tell them what I was eating. 
<laughs> I guess. People are weird like that. Like, yo, what was you eating, though? I mean, niggas are just nosy. <laughs> That's weird. All right, so we Sometimes, pivoting. like... What were you going to nah, say? No, hold on. I want to get off this bullshit real quick. I was watching this live streamer, dude. He was talking about politics or some shit, right? And he got food delivered. And motherfuckers were in the chat like, yo, what did you order? I was like, yo, why do you care? Yeah, like, that don't, that don't matter, bro. Like, that don't, that, that is not weird, matter dog. at all. Well, uh, like, yo, what it, are you look, eating? It looks good. That That's literally just people, like, who are watching you do something. So, like, of course they're going to be into yeah. they're into your lifestyle. Like, when my boy Ugly Boy ENT blow up, I think he, I think he got, like, a million subs already. When, when, I'm sure when he, when he eats something, people ask, like, what'd you get? I mean, that nigga's always drinking Sprite, too. Yo, shout out Ugly Boys ENT. If you're a League of Legends stan, you gotta tune in. Facts. Great content. Great content. And contact. Honestly, like, I don't even understand that League of Legends shit. I just be hopping in, calling him a loser, and then dip. I'd be like, yo, play a real <laughs> game like Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Niggas love, niggas love those type of, like, games like League of Legends. I don't understand that shit either, though. I just, I'm just... Yo, another, they love it. Another sub. And I love saying it takes skill. They'd be like, yo, bro, that was a crazy Every Everything that anybody's off. into, they say that takes skill. Some shit that niggas is into don't take no, that much skill, bro. It just takes time. I'm looking at you, Overwatch nerds. You guys are bugging. Nobody cares what char- how many hours you have on a certain character. How about you spend those hours getting some bitches? Anyways, so yeah, yeah, like I want to take a moment to say rest in peace to... The god, Virgil Vir- Abloh. Virgil Abloh. And, you know, I thought of- this happened on Sunday as of recording this. Yeah. So I've had a lot of time to think about this and reflect on my feelings. On like how I feel about this, how others have felt taking in that into account cuz a lot of people have been sharing like um their Virgil stories. Yeah. We'll 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 get to that, I'm sure. But there's some things I have to address personally, my own personal um emotions about Virgil's passing. First of all, rest in peace. Second of all, Everything bad I said about you, I still stand by. About what you made, not about you as a person. Like, some shit was ass, but... But third of all, that shit, this shit makes you look at things differently. Like, the stuff that was coming out, you know, and you start looking at the pictures of, of like, who he was with. It was like, he knew. That always makes it weird. Yeah, it's like, when yeah. he knew. He knew for a while. Yeah. yeah, he knew for a while. Like, it was different with Steve Jobs, because Steve Jobs was like... Just stupid. Steve <laughs> yeah. Jobs was a fucking idiot, right? Mm. But, you know. This one was just different. How did you feel about it? Like, when I found out, I didn't believe it. I was just like, yeah, alright, bro. Nah, it's, uh, damn, I think, I would think I was just leaving work or getting off work. And somebody showed, somebody in our group chat, uh, in our group chat texted. Not in our group chat, another group chat. And they sent it. And I'm like, that shit is like, it's I Like, it, it was immediately one of those things, like, it's obviously a lie. Like, you know, like. At this point, through social media, niggas always be like, oh, they, like this person died and this is not a thing. Well, it was more big in, like, 2009, to, like, 2012, but it's still in your mind. But, like, oh, this is a lie. Like, I'll just wait until somebody else said, send it. But when they said, the first people I saw that announced it was Louis Vuitton, I am like, yeah, like, damn, that's crazy, bro. Like, at first I was like, from yeah. what? Because, like, it never, it didn't really come out, like, until, like, maybe, like, a two hours, three hours later. 
like from what it was. Like I, I knew like Virgil didn't get bodied by somebody or something like that. Like that'd be like, oh, hell no, you know, that'd no. be like a crazy like stance or something like that. But um, when I saw what it was from, I'm like, damn nigga, you can't even call it, bro. That's like some super like rare type of cancer that it was just like you in and out. But like uh, now that I thought about it, I recall me saying like a few months back. Like yo, he looks sick. Like you when when now when you look back at other pictures and you look, like you, you can, can like, kind of see it. Yeah, you yeah. can see it. Like he was skinnier and like you can look. You can look at people who like I don't, I don't know if he was going through chemo, but you can look at people who was going through chemo because like a lot of the pigment of your lips and like of your uh, you, he didn't have like any hair anywhere, like no eyebrows and shit. Like so, I was like, damn, that's kind of crazy to go out like that. I mean, like I mean. We've we've had our opinions on like Virgil shit, but like it don't it don't mean nothing like for as much as like, I think it's kind of odd. Life. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of odd in this situation with the with the shit with like with Virgil, cause like, a lot of people had a bunch of opinions on his art or whatever, but like never opinions on him, but his art, and it's just like now you can't kind of, you can't kind of backtrack on what you thought about him as an artist, but what he's meant to everybody as an artist is different though, like. For we, sure. The yeah, amount we, of doors he opened. Exactly. And shit. Yeah. That's the it, that's the main it, thing that I'll say for Virgil. Like his impact and, on, on culture was crazy. Yeah, in just a short time too. Because yeah. if we if we start at the funny picture of them in um Paris, in Paris Fashion yeah. Week, was it? Yeah, yeah. two thousand seven and just 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 add ten years, twenty seventeen, or even up to now, like shit, that's even how even before that two thousand and ten Nine with the Pyrex shit. That shit was yeah. on, like if, all over the place. If we stop at Pyrex and Bentrill and uh, his influence on that, like that's his stamp there too. And then he leveled up with the fucking um, deconstructed, and then going on to the Louis Vuitton. Like his evolution in ten years was kind of nuts. You know, it's not kind of nuts. It is Virgil. Like it, it's kind of it's kind of odd in the sense of like you know like shit like. I don't know. I don't believe in coincidence. So, like, I know that everything happens for a reason in that sense. Like, he got to do so much in that short little time because, you know, your time, unfortunately, has ran out early. Like, it, that's just how the, the game worked out for you, I guess. But, like, it, like with Virgil, it's nothing more that you can say within, like, the amount of, like, people he put on, the amount of doors he's opened for a lot of people, just the, the amount of culture impact that you had. Whether you liked his clothes or you didn't like his clothes, he opened a bunch of doors with like working with companies that weren't working with people from our culture. He, he was the first ever black um, creative director creative at director. any any fashion house at that point. Nigga got to work with IKEA, Jordan. Uh, he had like multiple clothing lines. He did the fucking creative director for uh, Watch the Throne albums. Everything. Lots like he, of yeah. lots of albums. Fucking Evian Water. Yeah, like DJ. he got. Yeah, like so, like that, like the thing, the same things that some people like would make fun of, of like, you know, very nonchalant designs or whatever. But like, think about the impact that it has now. Like, think about the impact that it has now, where it's like, in that short period of time, he did so much, and then it's the same thing that people were complaining about, like a month or two ago, that in a short period of time, he's doing so much. Yeah, but you doing of, so much because like, yeah, like he exactly. was creating a lot. Mm-hmm, that's what I'm saying. Like, but like I like I said, I don't believe in coincidence. So like maybe that window had to be like that window because that's what it is. Like you you got to do everything in that short window of time. I'm sure towards the end is when he was really trying to 
like puts put as much of his shit out as possible right when you, when you had know your time is limited here you know what i kind of like too that it wasn't like uh tmz or yeah just a random like blog post like it was the lvmh that like came out and said yo we lost we lost our guy yeah you know in a really respectful way I, yeah, I like I like, that, I like, I like how they how they did everything though. Yeah, because it was sort of like um how Doom passed, you know, like exactly. It, this makes me feel like Virgil was in control the whole time, you know. Yeah. Like he knew and he was able to go out like as much as he could, like on his own respectful terms. Like I kind of fuck with that a lot. Yeah, like that. I, I do. I do. Even like in like a a period of like this of like a lot of people are mourning and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy that you came in the same way you went out in the sense of it was everything was on your terms. Everything went how you wanted to go. And then you got to go out that way rather than you get to go out like some people who unfortunately passed in a quicker like uh, way. But like he had time, so he understood the breakdown of how things were going to be. And I thought LVMH handled that shit great with everything they had at the at the at the fashion show recently because I, I got personally yeah. know somebody that was working that fashion show too and like they were showing me like a bunch of shit um, from the statue to like just the clothes which I actually thought this collection like was good not just because Virgil Pass or anything like that I thought this collection was actually really good and not not to even say that this collect the collection the first collection that he did with Louis Vuitton was like we talked about it here that, that was, was that like was one the, the most, one yeah, yeah that was like one of those monumental collections I've ever seen in my life like the way just he did it where he did it the people who were there like I, I think people took too much of uh, Virgil for granted as far as like yeah. that like when the fuck you seen the Migos and Kid Cudi and Check West all walking in a that- high fashion. That Louis show. Vuitton show is gonna be like Raph two thousand four, Rick two thousand two. Yeah, like. that's gonna go in the that's gonna go in the vault for like one of the best collections to ever drop. But like even even think about like the shit that he did with Nike though. Like that first the ten collection is gonna go in <laughs> that shit gonna go in the the vault and that's Nike gonna to be, be one of the best yeah. collections ever. For sure, that's gonna be in every book about that shit forever. You know, it's going to be the stable piece of... That's the greatest Fuck. shoe collaboration of our that decade. 100%. You know? Like, that that, that would uh, just... Them and, Ye- them and Yeezys is, like, of the course, one, yeah. that most yeah. representative of that time. But everything out of that camp, though. Like, that's, that's, that's the thing that I like, too, is that everything out of that camp was, like... Is what sparked what the fashion is now. And, like, I feel like Virgil opened up so much doors for everybody else to get in now that he's not here. Like, I, I like we, we talked about it. A little bit, um, not me and you, but like me and some other people talked about it. Like, who would be the predecessor to Virgil and FMH? I know it's still early to even have those type of talks, but I thought it would be like really, really, really dope if they were somehow able to get in connection with Ye and then they do that. Because I think like Virgil would have definitely, you know, feel me like that, that would be. That would be dope if if that's who was the next predecessor to him to be the creative director of Louis Vuitton. Just because I, I know what he can do about too. That. Yeah. You know, I think um, the way the business works, they they have to have somebody. You know, I think they're gonna take their time and be respectful to wait to of announce course. it. But I'm pretty sure whoever's up next is like already there. A hundred percent. I like. Uh, but I hope that I hope that the the person that's coming up next 
is somebody that Virgil hand chose. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I, I, I hope that the due diligence was done enough in enough time. Like, I know it, it, when you when your time is limited, it's not, you know, like, you're not really worrying about that type of shit. You're more worrying about spending time with your family or anything like that. But I hope that, like, right. somebody like, that was in the worst. Like, you give a fuck about your exactly. job. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Yeah, but like, like that's his passion. Pick that's going to replace you. Yeah. That's some sick capitalist shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, yo, that, but that's his passion. Go, but like, yeah, yeah, it's different. It's different from yeah. that aspect. But yeah. it ain't like it ain't like Virgil was working at fucking Footlocker, and then he like, yo, the next manager is you. Like that's not that's not what was going on here. <laughs> like he, this was what this man worked for his whole life to do, and like set out to do all this shit. So I'm sure that like it, it it'll mean something to him to have somebody in that space that he hand chose to put in that space. But like I mean, just the just the fashion show alone, like like I thought they I don't know how, uh, I'm sure Virgil had everything to do with with the uh with the fashion show. I'm sure they he was cuz you know everything's yeah. done 6 months in advance when it's when it's in fashion. So he like, must have like yeah. it, it all looks very virgily too. Exactly. Of what he was doing at Louis so and it looks good. The show looked good. Yeah, 100%. And I like that they did it at ba- our Basel too. It was it was really nice. It was really dope for them to do that. And then like uh, some people were just like, um, going back on Virgil stories. Uh, Salehi had his story, his stories. Uh, when like I thought Salehi encapsulated the whole shit really well when he said that uh, some people are just here to show you that it's possible. And I think that's what Virgil's purpose was, just to show that it's possible for anybody to do like you know like so that he yeah, come from that him camp being too the first yeah him being the first to like do whatever like that he want like virgil literally did whatever the fuck he wanted to do and that's what that's why i personally always fucked with virgil like when a lot of people were, like were very critical of virgil and stuff like that i always i always like this nigga gonna do whatever fuck he want to do and he gonna keep doing it like when he did the air force ones i'm like bro that's really dope that he doing these air force ones because it's kind of like an ode to all the niggas who was wearing the bootlegs back then like I understand just the shit he was doing, I, but there are moments when like you know I wasn't too particularly fond of his shit. But you ain't gonna like everything somebody made. Um, he also had this um dope ass like project with with Maybach too, where he did this like electric Maybach with like off road tires. Yeah, I saw this and it- that shit was sick. This shit is pretty nuts. I like the color a lot. And the whole, like, sort of electric concept car has, like, has been growing on me. Like, this, they got this electric, like, fucking Ford 150. Fact. And I'm like, yeah. that's nuts. Yeah. But this one looks very, like, this one looks like it belongs on Mars, like, how it's really done. But this, this, this is, like, the best thing to, like, really, like, you know, show showcase, like, what Virgil was, was capable of. Like, this nigga doing some shit with Maybach. Like that's crazy for you for them to be like, hey, here's a concept car, do something to my box. Like, I mean, we made fun of the the fucking Benz and shit too, but like, this this my box is crazy. I th- I fuck with it. It's very um Travis's though. Like the the whole look of it looks very Travis to me. Yeah, we it's did make fun though. of that G wagon, right? Yeah, we did make fun of that G wagon. That fucking G wagon was pretty bad. Nah. Yeah, it was crazy. It's funny though. Um, yeah. but he he had he, he had a sweater to go with this too with this collection of this. Maybach thing that was really dope to me, but I think it was only a Miami exclusive because you know it's our boss a week and shit like that. Um, TSB is probably riding in that whip right now. That'd be crazy. Uh, he about to take mad selfies smoking in there. He also, um, Illinois in his hometown, Rockford, Illinois, they uh, made a vert their, their own Virgil Day. So, this what was the day that they're gonna give it? 
to virtual on, I think December the 1st is now going to be like virtual day in Rock uh, Rockford, Illinois. That's dope. That's very yeah, quick. That's, that's a quick dope. turnaround for. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, shit, like that. That's that's Chicago, bro. Like, from from me going to Chicago, like I know that how how Chicago is. Chicago is like a small, big city. Shout out Rockford, Illinois, dude. I mean, I don't know what that is, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. Shout out Rockford, I've heard of Illinois. I haven't. That's probably if that's like thirty minutes out of Chicago, they're gonna call themselves Chicago. Yeah, but like I mean, if you, be like, yo, I'm from Chicago. Even if you wanna Hold like, up. what? It's pretty close to Chicago. Where's I'm sure. It's not that close though. It's like Naperville. I mean, Schaumburg, yeah. yo, maps and cities in America are worthless. Like, <laughs> what's what the fuck is Dubuk, Dubuque? You can't tell me that's a real place where people live. Hundred percent. I, I mean, you've it. been to Flagstaff. Flagstaff feels like um, a fantasy place. <laughs> like before, 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 we, before we get to other talks, let's just round that out. Like with the recipes, Virgil, like super icon. Um, I hope everybody like heals from this. Like from his whole group of all the people. Um, he killed that Holy shit. He shit. opened doors for everybody that looked like me and you. And shit, rest in peace, Virgil. Rest in peace, Virgil, man. Like, honestly, like, um, he will be remembered. Like, his legacy is cemented. Facts. Without a doubt. And he did it in record time, you know. He really made that shit possible for everybody. Lots of knowledge shared. Uh, he changed the way that luxury fashion is seen, presented... And Fuck. even, I would say, like, created and worn, you know? Yeah. Actually, that, at least not really single-handedly, but, like, you know? Not single-handedly, of course, but, like, definitely a focal point and a person, like, of importance that you point to when you're like, yo, Virgil did that. Yeah, like, you know, everybody know Virgil. Of that. Everybody know he's Virgil. The f- he's the fucking fashion world Nat Turner type shit, you know? Also, you brought up a really good point of, like, how he... About St. Louis? No, about how he single-handedly like changed the whole look of uh, what fashion looks like now. I forgot to bring that point up when we were talking about how he changed everything in the beginning. Since that first collection, every other collection then looks like a piece of what Virgil's collection looked like. He made right. luxury come to streetwear, and we talked about this in the beginning too, and then everybody copied. That's why we have the Lon Vaughn collection that looks like it's a, it's a Stussy collection. That's why we got a Dior and fucking Kim Jones collection. That's why we have all these other companies now scraping and trying to do a different look of the Yeezys. Like, if, like I'll talk about it later, but if you look at the new Balmonds, they look exactly like the new Yeezys do. Like, you feel me? Like, now it's, you're, now it's bottom up and not from, from top to bottom now. And we've talked about right. that always. And that's what Virgil switched that pendulum. He swung that pendulum yeah. and now it's, we have more control than you guys have. And you guys have to do he- shit that we like. He's really made it so, like, um, people control fashion, and it's not, like, you know, this super elite group of uh, designers that are, like, creating everything, and it trickles down into, like, your neighborhood store, like, years later on. Like, um, creatives online and in the real world are, like, making bold fashion trends, and then the companies catch up to it, you know? Yeah. 
But the one thing that Virgil did was expose how these companies work in that way. Because as soon as Lanvin did that shit, we said, when has Lanvin ever done this? Right. Because now you can put, now you can pinpoint it out. Now you can pinpoint all these cut and sew niggas who used to be like, fuck you, like, street, like, motherfuckers wearing. Now all your whole collection looks like that. And that, and and that's what Virgil did. Virgil Virgil did that. So like, recipes Virgil. Um, recipes. I did not know that St. Louis was that high up. Ain't St. Louis in Missouri? Yeah. Her, I did not know Missouri was that high up either. Yeah, it is. It's like St. Uh, Missouri and St. Louis is like right there, close to Chicago. Yeah, it's not far from Chicago. Yeah, That'd be like a couple hour drive. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like Milwaukee, Chicago. Um, Yo, is somebody playing the fucking accordion? No, somebody's playing the fucking piano. You know who the fuck it is. Oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but, but St. Louis is like the same latitude or longitude, I don't know which one, as fucking Washington, D.C. It's like weird. Oh, you mean like space-wise? Yeah. I, I don't know. I've yeah. never been to St. Louis. Like, almost, you could draw a straight line. To, I almost went to, um, what's that shit called? Indianapolis. Wisconsin. I almost went to Wisconsin when I was in Chicago. Oh no, Wisconsin's way up there, bro. Wisconsin's a little dry, but we were gonna fly because we we were able, we were gonna be able to get some free tickets to go watch uh, the Packers and the Cardinals play. But oh, uh, you know what? Rockford, Illinois, is like on the border to Wisconsin. Oh, that shit deep, then, nigga. Because Wisconsin yeah, drive yeah, like it's out there. six hours, bro. That's why we didn't go because the flights was bad, expensive, and the drive was way too fucking long to take a drive on vacation. Like I'm, I was like, I'm cool. I'm not about to drive on vacation to go over there. Motherfuckers be like, yo, I'm from Davenport. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we definitely gonna get some niggas from Davenport. It's super tight. Yo, motherfuckers from Des Moines, Iowa, gotta be super tight. They live in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> This nigga on one today. Where else? Where, this nigga killing all the small, the, the all, all the small uh, cities or towns. Yo, Kansas, Kansas City being in Missouri is also crazy. I heard Kansas City's got the best barbecue though. It sounds good. Kansas City looks like it's popping. It's got lots of highways attached to it. Looks like Wichita, Kansas, trash. Colorado got Colorado's pretty cool. Yeah, like uh, he's switching up quite. like Colorado, man. Nah, they are right. Nah, I fuck with Big Carlo. Look, look. What's another state that's trash? Arkansas is trash. I mean, a lot of that, a lot of that top left corner is all trash. Like top left, top, Washington, not top and left, Oregon like, are cool. like middle, middle left, upper, where it's oh, like mi- South Dakota, uh, Idaho, Idaho, Wyoming, Montana. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Like, I heard Montana's pretty dope though. Like, hold this whole little quadrant of Nevada, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Utah, North and South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, garbage. Like, boot him out the map. All right, now let's get let's get into the talk of the talk always out, around this time of the year. Shout out all my Mormons, bro, in Utah. Just like uh, the talk of the talk. This whole this whole uh, this whole week. You know what time it is? End of the year list. Spotify send out their wrap ups. Apple Music then followed, sending theirs. Um, so Spotify most listened to were artists were Bad Bunny was number one, Taylor Swift number two, BTS number three, Drake number four, just to be able to number five. I'm, yeah, number five. And then let's see, let's see. Taylor what, Swift being on there is nuts considering she just she all just she did was re yeah. yeah. 
That's insane. Shout out Bad Bunny. Well deserved. He really is fucking Latino yeah, Michael Jackson. You already know. Yeah, you already know. Bad Bunny's yeah. like streams like, out of the fucking world. Like every every person that I saw at least had Bad Bunny on their top five or even the yeah. first artist always. That's what makes me believe this is because I did see Bad Bunny very high up often. BTS, always. I'm never yeah. I'm never going to count out. Um you know, K-pop, yeah, you already know how they especially do, yeah. because I found out that they sing in English too. Yeah, they I do. I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently they got a bunch of hits. But that's that's Holy also shit. globally though. More streams, like that's globally. That's yeah. everywhere, bro. Like if like like if you look at that, uh, at albums, I mean, this album I knew was gonna be on the top list anyways. Doja Cat's new album, top five globally for the year. Doja Cat. Oh no, that album is hard though. Uh, if you, Wait, if you look- where is it? So it says most streamed albums globally. Here we go. Fucking Ed Sheeran, bro. No you way. You already know that boy. That boy's a killer. Uh, then we got Olivia Rodrigo. I believe it. Dua Lipa. I believe it. Th- then we got most popular podcast. Number one is Andrew's most hated podcast. Uh, Look, I'm, it's not. The, I know Call Her I Daddy would be up there. <laughs> I didn't know Call Her Daddy would be up there. I tried it's to listen huge. to that episode recently. Huge. It's not for you because bro. they had it. They had a guest. You know, I thought that, um, well, it was just the name of a person, the yeah. title of the episode. I was like, oh, I would like to hear from this person. But all they did was talk about the person. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is worthless. I That's waited what like they 30 do. minutes. Nuts. But um, <laughs> it's Crime Junkie, I believe it. I don't uh, know what the I, daily is. To, to be honest, I thought all the crime podcasts were going to be number one because those, those are the ones that go the most crazy. As he as he chews ice with the response, I feel like as a as a genre, the crime one is definitely yeah. number one. But individually, Crime Junkie is just the one. Yeah. Joe Rogan being number one doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, doesn't surprise especially me, especially since this is a Spotify me. list, yeah. and mm-hmm. obviously being a Spotify podcast, we're gonna be like, all right, dog, take the dub. Um, U.S. most streamed artist was obviously Drake. Taylor Swift at number two. Yay and Bad Bunny were all on there as well. Um. Most streamed most song. Most streamed albums. Most streamed song. Kiss me more. That that's not. Who the fuck is uh, Olivia Rodrigo? She's the fucking um. Disney kid, dude. She had that one album. Yeah, I, I don't. Album. I don't know who she is. I I've never heard of her to be honest. So now. She and, was on uh High School Musical, the musical, the series. Nah, nah. And then she came out with her own shit. Honestly, like, um, if you like that type of like pop punkish music, it's it's like that, you know. I I listened to it and I enjoyed it a little bit. You know, I had fun. It made me feel fourteen again. <laughs> this nigga, um, continuing this on on the same list. Pull up the list. What the list talking shout, about? Shout out, fucking kiss me more, bro. That song is so good. <laughs> What's your list talking what about? List? Spotify top five artists. Who you got? My list? Yeah. Dog, I didn't even post that shit. I don't even... Hold on. I gotta open it. Yeah, I can tell you, um... Makami's on there. Makami being top five is crazy. It is being top five. That's what makes the shit weird. So, number one, we got Mike. Big Mike. That's I, not, that's not surprising. surprising. Yeah. Two, we got Tyler. Three. Yeah. Th- three surprised me because I was like... I. This has to be like a fake news, but it's Kanye. Yeah. I don't believe Kanye's in my third. Well, you listen to his listeners. other, to his last, like to his albums that we listen to, bro. Yeah, that's true. I like, do give 808s and Yeezus exactly. a good spin. Yeah, 
Then we got Westside Gun and Makami at four and five, which is like I don't believe that this is my list. I fully believe that Spotify is. That sounds me. like a list, bro. To be honest, like that don't nah. even sound off. <laughs> that don't even but the thing is, off. like, if I play a song more than once, it'll become my top song. You know, because I listen, I I listen to just new music. That's once. It said I listened to six hundred new artists, eight hundred, six hundred albums, eight hundred and forty nine artists. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Or the other way around. One so, of those. So far this like, year, Damn. I'm at 789 different artists. Yeah. And, like, I don't believe that, firstly. I'm, I'm so sure they're think... counting features on, on, on songs as well. As new artists that you listen to as well. They probably count Silk Sonic as three artists. Probably. <laughs> um nuts. Yo, fucking Silk Sonic. Is what, what's what's the top songs? What's your, what's your top songs that you played the most? Uh, it's just stuff from the Mike album. I all like of it. Like to- your top five is all no. Mike album. Oh, hold on. Like three out of five. Anything yeah. that's not actually nah. Five out of five is all from the Mike album. It's the first five songs from the album. That's crazy. <laughs> I did spin that shit a lot. I mean, it was the same um last time. When the Earl album came out, That's I true, hope shit was man. just the Earl album. Yeah. You know? I feel That's like my list, is, to music. my list is always the same. Rounding up number one, Hove. Hove. This man loves us in a PSA and a two, lore. On two was Drake. Three was Tyler. Four was Ye. Five was Ross. Six was Larry June. Seven was Gibbs. Five was, I mean, uh, nine was Wale. And the last one was MF Doom. That's my top ten. That sounds like music I listen to every fucking day. Like, Wale, I'm listening to all the old Wale shit. Drake, I'm listening to all the old Drake shit. The new Tyler album came out. I played that all two weeks of Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, Hove, I listen did to men, legi- literally every day. You said what? Did, did men quit doing r and I'm, I'm, okay, this is what I'm going to say. I'm honestly surprised that I don't have more R&B on my top because I listen to nothing but R&B music all the time, too. Like, I, I listen to yeah, more R&B I music like, than I listen to anything else. I feel like we have a lot of R&B artists out there right now. Yeah. But like, a severe lack of R&B albums. Bro, like, okay, this is this is when I agree with you where, like, I don't understand how this isn't a thing. The amount of times I listen to that Give Yon album, I don't know how that album is, isn't, it's not even in my top albums or in my t- most right. listens. And Give Yon only got, like, one, two projects, like, a real project. Oh, never mind, never mind. Give Yon is on my top four. Oh, he's in your top four. There my, you my, go. So my top ten albums were uh, "Call Me If You Get Lost," "Hitler's Wear Hermes." That's given. Uh, "Cheers to the Best," "Take Time" with the Giveon, and five was Isaiah. Uh, the house is burning. That was in your top five. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I don't even look at that album anymore, dude. Bro, if you if you really want to go through the rest of my top five, I'm uh, no, I'm gonna give you a whole top ten so you can laugh. All right. One is Tyler, Call Me If You Get Lost. Two is Hitler or Hermes, West Side Gun. Three is uh, Division and Ty, and Ty Dollar Sign, Cheers to the Best. Uh, four is Give You On Take Time. Five is The House Is Burning. Six is Fuck The World, Brent Fires. Seven, Overgrown, George Rice. Eight, The Black Album, Jay-Z. Nine, Planet Herd Deluxe, Doja Cat. Ten, Savage Mode 2, uh, 21 Savage. Yo, the, this is a nasty top ten, and I don't. Some of those, like those last four, you must have listened to like once or twice, and they got on there. Nah, all right. 
I, I, it tells you how much times you play it. So Savage Mart played 23 times. Doja Cat, 25 yeah, times. Black I Album, mean, I played... Savage Mode is pretty good. 27 times. George Rice Album, I played 30. Brent uh, Fires, I played 31. Houses Burning, I played 32 times. Gibeon, 39 times. Cheers to the Best, uh, 40. What's that? What's that? Uh, this is what's start getting crazy. Hitler with Irma 7, 70. And call me if you get lost on 100, 102 plays. Oh, <laughs> uh, nah, dog. Even my most listened to um, song only has 92 plays. And it's like a Well, that's not song. That's out. Oh, album is nuts. You yeah. know, give me my top five genres. You want to hear my top five genres? That's what I like about Spotify. I didn't give me my top five genres on here. I got underground hip-hop is one. That abstract like, hip-hop yeah. is two. What's abstract hip-hop? I don't know. It doesn't tell you what falls into it. <laughs> number three is, number three is neo soul. That would I don't be believe that. Too. Yeah. Number four is alternative R and B. I don't know what they count as this. And number five is just as emo. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm honestly surprised how much how, like the Doja Cat shit. But the Doja Cat shit was a me playing. That's what it is. The Doja Yo, Cat shit so, was just popular. So that's what it, that's what it was. So the Spotify rap thing is kind of creepy because it has like this, they just kept trying to put fucking slang in it. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, I saw a tweet that perfectly encapsulated it. It said, yo, your music taste is on fleek, on God, AF. This shit, your music tier slays us. And it was like, yo, just tell me my top five albums, dude. Yeah, like that. That like I don't see. I like Apple Music in that sense. It, it just goes. It gives you straight, straight shit. Like uh, my top ten. My top ten records. Top first five is all Larry June records. Then like we'll get to like the the diversity here, which was, uh, Isaiah Rashad headshots, um, the locks off of the love, uh, Neo because of you. Number at number at number eight, um, Doomsday, at number nine. This ain't love nice. at number ten, and then at number uh, thirteen was uh, number twelve was world that we created. So yeah, give me on this on there a lot because I put I played that forty two times. I saw this um meme that said you listen when it comes to this podcast listening, you're a bit of a pro. You spent fifteen thousand minutes listening to the Joe Rogan experience, and then the next slide is it's probably why you got no bitches. <laughs> Uh, Apple Music Apple Music doesn't do podcasts because the podcast app is a different thing so there's no podcast on here uh, yeah nah I don't know I didn't spend that much time listening on podcasts on Spotify unless it was Teletalk I do get confused pods. though where how I can have some some artists in my top most played songs but they won't make my top artists but it, it is different in the sense of like a lot of the artists that I listen to have a bigger catalog than the new RB artists, so that's why the R&B isn't on there as much. That's the only way yeah, it would make sense. It is a little weird. You would think that like your most played song wouldn't make it in, like in your artist's yeah. most played. But think about that whole top five. is Hove, Drake, Tyler, Kanye, Ross, uh, Freddie Gibbs, Wale, Larry June. They got more of a catalog than all these people. Gibbs got like six albums. Ross is like on album ten. Yeah, he got like nine albums. Tyler has like a good six. Drake is like on nine, and Hove is like eleven or some shit like that. Like that it, and then like Doom obviously like Doom I just listen to all the time. Like I literally listen to Doom every day, 
But Doom, Anderson Park, Jada Kiss, Nas, Westside, the internet were all tied at 10 hours. I feel like 10 hours is a good point. How much, what was your total hours? Did it add it up for you? It didn't add thing? all of it? No, it didn't add all of it. I'll just say the whole was at 75 hours, and then it dropped down to Drake at 27. God damn. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the, the rest of them all were like, so Tyler, Drake, Kanye, Ross were all, like, mid-20s. And then Larry June, Freddie, Wale, Madlib, Anderson Park, Jadakiss, Nas, Westside Gun, the internet were all ten to ten to like fourteen hours. I just listen to Hope the most. Like that's that's who that's who I'm gonna I, listen I wish to it most. told I wish it told me how long I listened to like a certain shit. I it like, gave me like my total amount of minutes and next year I wanna hit a hundred thousand. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I hit. I'm sure I'm hitting crazy numbers because the amount of amount of albums that we have to listen to for the podcast is like insane. So like, nah, you would think, but that you give it one spin. Yeah, you give it one like spin, and and that shit's only like twenty minutes. So yeah, um, continuing this on music. So I don't know where it this. Show, it shows me I can listen to way more music. Or like you like to be more diverse is what I'm saying. No, like in general, like. I could give way more albums a chance. It's only gonna take me forty minutes. It'll make me angry a lot. It'll make me a lot angrier, but it's worth it. So, this this article I found it to be very funny. So Pharrell sat with, with Mark Ronson. Um, is, he has a podcast on the Fader, and they were talking about like you know creative process, Hov's creative process or whatever. And Pharrell says that uh, when Hov writes rhymes, he he doesn't like. He does it in a falsetto. Why? <laughs> and that's hilarious to me. Okay, like I'm, I'm gonna tell you exactly what he said. He said, uh, "Like, nah, this is this is inspiration for Playboy Cardi's baby voice." See, so for I'll explain, the Hope tends to write his rhymes in falsettos instead of his voice's regular, uh, regular register. And then this is the quote he had: "He's not, he's not good because he's just." made good records no he's really like a character he and then he goes on and says he's an odd guy if you ever spoke to him have a conversation with him it's not a regular conversation or when he writes he's just sitting there mumbling to himself in a falsetto by the way and then like i guess they got in more to it and then he put uh then he said for uh going on he's like when he writes a rhyme he doesn't go like yeah when the when the when the remy's in the he doesn't do that he's like yo yo when the remy's in the system <laughs> ain't no telling will i fuck him will i diss him that's what they be yelling i'm gonna pimp out blood like tapes on you and then taps on you on the shoulder and then takes it back and he writes the falsetto. <laughs> i don't understand that shit <laughs> He put that. He put. Then he said, "That's odd and different and weird and amazing and makes him a character." Hove rapping in a falsetto is insane to me, bro. Like I feel like this wasn't when you picture it in a baby voice. Yeah, like this isn't. I feel like this didn't get picked up much. Like this is like we we should really like dissect this. Like a lot of the verses that I'm going crazy about for them seventy five hours that I was listening to the shit. Was all written in falsetto, and like, what's crazy about it is that I'm not. For us, not the first person that I've heard say that when Hove raps, he mumbles. But like, he'll yeah. he'll sit next to you. From what I've heard, he'll sit next to you, tap you, and like, like 
mumble shit until he gets a good uh, a good rhythm, and then he raps a verse to you, and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna go in the studio." Like he, like PSA, uh, like when I was listening to Maul and them talk about it and Guru and them, they were like, "PSA was the quickest record that he ever like recorded. Like he went in there and did the whole shit. Like he heard the beat, he got a, a like a concept to it, and just wrote the whole shit out in his head and just went in there and did it." And I'm like, "That's crazy." But now that I know the PSA was written in the falsetto, it's different. Just makes it a little better to you. I don't know. It's just it's just a little more odd. Like just like for us, he's an odd guy. Like <laughs> that's, that's it says what it that of uh, says that Pharrell imitated his falsetto in the exactly. episode. I would like to hear. I would like I, to hear I'm, it. I'm definitely listening to this after just to hear what it, what the fuck this was about. Like that's crazy. Shout out fucking Mark Ronson for getting this out of Pharrell. That's crazy, bro. Like because the thing is, like I've never heard anybody say this about. Oh, like in a falsetto, like that's that's just odd to me. Like I don't even know how, like how that's done. When you Google Mark Ronson, the first yeah. thing that comes up is is Mark Ronson a nice guy? Mark Ronson, I think Mark Ronson is Jesus. a. Uh, he used to be. Um, what's this shit called? An A and R. I mean, he worked with Amy Winehouse. That's where yeah. I know him from. I think he used to be an A and R, like a producer, some shit. I don't know, but like, no, nah, that's that's still Dude, that's still crazy to me. Dude's a DJ or a disc jockey, as they say in the UK. No, oh, I, I didn't know that. I thought he was an A and R. All right, moving on to this collection that I just stumbled upon while we were looking for topics to talk about. Um, you never stumbled upon anything in your life. <laughs> Bodega's 15th anniversary. Collaboration with uh, Car Work and Progress Capsules. Let me tell you something, fam. They already had the best New Balance this year to me. They finished out the fourth quarter strong with one of the best collections that I've seen out of any streetwear out of recently. This Bodega Carhartt shit is amazing, bro. Like, these niggas are gonna get me to buy a fucking vest after I just asked people for a whole month why the fuck niggas wear bubble vests. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even peep the bubble vest in the collection. Hold up. That shit is so is sick. Sh- is this shit out already? The lookbook is cool. The lookbook looks mad fucking LA. Orle Cardinal vibes. It's, it's dropping the 10th. The 10th. I, I can't wait that long. The 10th is next. The 10th is next Friday. So on payday too. Uh, like, I'm telling you, this shit is dope. Like, okay, so they... so. This, the Carhartt C, the logo, I think, is that an apple or a mango? It's an apple. Okay. I believe it's an apple. Yeah. And, like, the whole the whole shit is, like, based on, like, L.A. Bodegas. So, like, a lot of it's, like, a graphic tease, a lot of corduroy, uh, dust bags. They got a, they got an, an apron fruit bag. You got to get that, bro. That's a must. That, that, that might have to be that. purchased for real. Let me tell you something. That coat oh that they... Oh, my God. That coat... That they got too with the bodega, with the bodega embroidered on the front of it with the and also with the bodega. I mean not with the uh with the Carhartt C with the apple on it. It's insane, bro. That patchwork like with the little khaki the and olive is crazy. And olive, nigga. yeah, that's crazy. They killed that. That shit. one looks very much like your OG would wear that shit. You know, that looks like something. The, I'm gonna yo, have the on fucking my back double, the double need, the double need pant with the contrast oh, colors. That's sick. a go. That's a sick. fucking go. I've been seeing that, but now it's finally coppable. That shit it's is coppable sick. Now. That shit is sick. The, I don't even mm-hmm. wear brown pants, bro, and I'm thinking about copping them pants. Because it's a khaki with I, the olive. Them shits are sick, bro. 
I'm Mr. Brown Pants in 2022. No, I'm telling you, that whole little, that like that that vest that, that he has on that quilted vest, I think it's a diamond stitch vest too. That shit is sick, bro. Like, I'm I'm, I'm not going to buy it because I know I'm not going to wear it as much because I, I won't like it on me. Like how I like it on 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 the, in the lookbook, but that shit is really dope. Like really, really, really dope. And then it, it has like good embroidery on the back as well with like um with like pineapples and fruit. So I'm guessing that a lot of this was based off of like you know just Mexican, um like uh, street vendors because a lot of this like the fruit apron that the guy yeah. would have that they sell at the bodega. Uh, the tea oh, some so the tea I don't really like it. It's been much, fifteen though. years for yeah. bodega already. I like the I like just the T with the C on it. That's gonna that's a go for me. The apron shit you have to cop because that is that is you all day. The top I'm copping the uh the overshirt or whatever they want to call it a work or a work shirt. I'm copping that. I'll let you cop the double knee. But th- like safe to say, a lot <laughs> of this collection is coming with me, bro. Look at what you're letting me cop. This is insane. The double knee, you like that shit. I'm, I'm not gonna work. I know, I do like the double knee, yeah. but don't ever say you letting me cop. Yeah, I'm gonna let you cop the double knee. You already know the vibes. You can't buy the same shit, but nah, it's really sick. I hope they have more things that isn't in here. Oh, they, they also have a fruit bag as well. But we, but, you know but, me, I'm a sucker for a good fruit bag. A yeah, bag but you, but like, I, I, I think it, it's been understated the shit that like. Bodega's been doing like last, their last Carhartt collection we went crazy for too. Like we, like we didn't get to cop anything because we didn't really set out a time to buy it like you know you feel me like we forgot about it but i'm definitely i'm right now i'm putting a, a fucking uh a reminder on my calendar to cop this december the 10th because this is too this is too dope for me not to support this is really dope shit and they already killed it with the with the new balance so i know the materials on this shit's gonna be crazy like I really fuck with a lot, a lot of bodega shit, but Carhartt been killing too. Like Carhartt just been doing whatever the fuck they want and then doing it really well too. We do be like, and um, we do be giving a lot of praise to bodega. I feel like we're the only ones who care about them. I mean, bodega doing shit, shit. You got, you gotta fucking, you gotta reward something that we enjoy. Like, and then I have to spend money on it. Like, it's gonna, it's dropping on a payday anyways. Like, I'm definitely copping that shirt. That shirt is really shit. Listen, sick. you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to cop a little extra for me. I don't get paid till the 15th. <laughs> it's quite late. You, you got it. Um, yeah, but no, but that, but like, I, I suggest everybody go look at that collection and cop that shit. That shit's really dope and I, and I support like the, I support the shit with the streetwear thing when like, it actually makes sense. Like, the, your, your lookbook makes sense to, Something that your company stands for, so I actually fuck with that a lot. Like I actually, Bodega actually makes really dope shit and really quality shit. So December tenth, cop that blue corduroy hat is really sick too, though. I ain't gonna lie. If I was a skater, that I cop. Paid advertisement? Hell nah. I wish. That means we'll get the shit for free, nigga. Like send, see that shit over here, Bodega need send that. Send a pack. <laughs> yeah, send a pack through, bro. Um, continuing this on something that I want to book like ASAP. Uh, you can now. Book a one night stay at the Home Alone house for twenty five dollars. Yo, I did the math for a month. It's seven fifty. Like you could just live here. But they know? only allow you to do it for one day. Oh, kind of fucking lame. Like the like the it, it was kind of the because they want people they want a whole bunch of different people to be able to get in and like do it. But I wonder if this is like the Will Smith shit where it was just like you know the like it. This is an actual home, no? 
Because the Will Smith shit was just a set. Well, from what I've seen in the comments, when the inside of the house in the movie is a set, but the outside of the house is really the outside of the house. Okay, so we're going to a real home then. Yes, you're going to a real home. That'd be sick, but it's, it's not where I flick it was so much pictures in that at. bitch. Oh, for real, and apparently it comes with pizza. Oh yeah, full you know, experience of with plenty of Chicago's finest pizza. And a candlelit dinner with microwavable Kraft mac and cheese. Nigga, I'm gonna go get some of these uh, Beria tacos from Taco Taqueria and I'm out of that bitch. Yo, an intimate meet and greet with a tarantula and the gift of a Legos at a Home Alone set. Oh, yeah, that's sick, That's a dope bro. deal for 25 bucks. I'm with bucks. this, bro. I'm with this. So, okay, you're able to book this December the 7th. I legit might be gone around that time to go fucking book this shit. This is dope. This is hella Yo, dope. you... You going to Chicago again? Shorty live out there or something, bro? I mean, bro, you get four guests, you can pull up two. Two bedrooms, one and a oh, half. Oh, you get bath. four guests? Yeah. I'm out of there, bro. So book it right now. Are you, it, Take, the booking doesn't start. Booking opens December 7th. Nah, we out, bro. We got to stay over here. This is one of those things where you book first and then you plan the flight around. I mean, the flight is kind of inexpensive anyways. I'm legit thinking about going into this shit, though. Like, that, like this is that's one of my favorite movies. I watch that every Christmas. Should Every Christmas day, I want to drive shit. over there. Oh no, nah, you wildin', nigga. That flight like ninety dollars, nigga. You can Hold spend. Hold on, let me check the fucking um house rules. Oh facts. Check what, after, what's check the house rules four. for? Uh, I'm checking out the so four. Check kind of custom. Yeah. No smoking. No pets. No infants. No parties. House rules. Be sure not to forget anything or anyone important at home. Okay, good reference. The house sleeps four people max. No guests, especially no crooks. Yo, this is a great house rule. <laughs> Don't burn down the joint and keep the change. If it'll... oh, let me check the amenities. Hold on. Yeah, check the amenities. amenities. I, would, I would like to see what the amenities. Where what's is this, here? by yeah. the way? It's in Chicago. Yeah, but this is deep in Chicago, though. It has to be, and you know, like on Airbnb, they don't show you. They like, they exactly. do show you kinda. So I I can Winnick, tell. Just by Winnick, just my yeah. Oh, it's this motherfucker's childhood home. This guy used to really live here. Yeah. That's nuts. I'm definitely. I'm definitely. Oh, the security cameras. Thankfully, TikTok showed me how to cancel those. Indoor fireplace, central heating. I don't see. I don't see nothing about no TV on this bitch. How y'all niggas don't got no TV in here? Private interest. For know, real. Nothing. Maybe there's a picture of a TV in here. Like, can I at least hook up the Amazon Fire Stick? Oh, you definitely know they're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's good with this house? Got By the way, this feet? this house is mad huge, bro. How how can I only? How has only two bedrooms in this bitch? Well, that's all they're letting you use. This yeah, I'm su- I'm, I'm sure it's just the the bedrooms that they showed in the movie. So it's probably like. Buzz's room and then just uh, Macaulay Culkin's room too. First of all, your name being Buzz is sick. I mean, that's a white boy shit. You know, that's that's white boy ninety shit for sure. Now the house that's is nice name. as fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm with that shit though. That's, that'd be dope. That'd be a dope experience. Nah, we I mean, definitely got to go out. I got twenty five dollars, so. I, I mean, twenty five dollars is easy, bro. Like, who gonna you gonna you gonna be like, nah, we gotta bust this down four ways. I mean, if the fellas in Wu-Tang bust down a sandwich eight ways, you know, nothing going to stop me from busting down this $25 four ways. Um, continuing this with another legend, Danny DeVito, 
says that he's willing to return as the penguin. He should. For the Batman movie. He should. <laughs> Batman needs him. I don't know, man. That that'd be that'd be crazy. I feel like there hasn't been a good Batman movie since the Danny DeVito one. You wildin', nigga. Yeah, I'm trolling. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, definitely trolling. You definitely trolling. All I know is is that like, listen, man. It's basically saying I'm not saying no to a bag. Of course, who's <laughs> that's all he's no, saying. Who's saying no to a DC bag, a Batman bag? Mm-hmm. You crazy? He's like, yo, I can't wait to fucking punch Robert Pattinson's face in, bro. Give me I the forgot because it's the new Batman. That shit going to be crazy. That shit's going to be so good. <laughs> I doubt it. I, I uh, highly doubt a, it. He's great, dog. He's going to be a great one. Wait, Michael Keaton, who was DeVito's Batman. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Just be in the movie. Do something in the movie, even if it's like a throwback reference. Be in the movie. Yeah, I, I, w- I would like it if even if they just reference it a little bit. You feel me? Like, just like, let him if be the penguin. If he's in a flashback. The yeah, like, it, just like, like a quick a quick thing. Yeah. Um, or like, um, it's Batman in the future, and the penguin's old, right? And yeah, then just walk in the house like and be like, what do you know? And he's like, I don't know anything. I'm the old penguin. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, like a little hallucination shit or something like that. Something like uh, that. Oh, who's the villain in the next movie? Is that has it been said? I don't know, and if it has been said, I haven't seen it. All I know is that they keep as motherfuckers just reselling Spider-Man tickets for ten racks. Oh yeah, we definitely not gonna be able to uh, to to save the fucking yeah, uh, yeah. the movie theater. <laughs> I was telling my little cousin, yeah, I'll get I'll get us all tickets to see Spider-Man. Woo, <laughs> that's just not looking likely, dog. Whoa, hold on, hold on. Tell us about your first experience at a Magic game. I forgot you went to the Bulls game. Oh, what about it? How high were you? Um, I was in the section above you, but on the other side, like not a, like I wasn't like eye level with the fucking jumbotron. Like I still had to look up at the jumbotron. All right, cool. Then you, you, you good. Cause like when, when, so the area that we sit in, like there's a big ass. I saw y'all top right corner. (laughs) There's a, there's a big ass bar, uh, in, in that area. Cause it's like it's like, like a like drinking a, bar. Yeah, like you, it's a private area, so like people, people yeah, some yeah. people just watch the game from that bar because it, it's a really good view. So like on that bar, you can look up. Like there's seats right above you if you if you stick because it kind of like sticks out into like the crowd too. So you can watch like a. It's kind of at the same level that you would watch the seats that your seats, but you can just sit at the bar and drink and eat or whatever. So we always go to the bar first. When we sat down, I looked up. I'm like, that'd be crazy. If this nigga was right up here. Cause that shit is mad high <laughs> nah, right there. Nah. Uh, um. It was uh, it was lower than I thought. I thought I was gonna be like at least eye level with the jumbo, the jumbi. But the game itself wasn't. You know, it's the magic. You feel yeah. me? So it wasn't crazy. About the it, the game know. that Wednesday before the Chicago game when they played Charlotte was a really good game. Yeah, shout out my magic. They just beat the fucking Nuggets. So that's my that's point. Like, why you can't though. do that shit when I'm at, I'm there? That would be way more entertaining for you to beat the Nuggets and Jokic when I'm there. Yeah, it's it's all about uh, whether or not uh, the culture is playing. I get, I guess, bro. The, I'll tell you this: every game that's that I've a nasty to, nickname, by the yeah, way, for sure. I, every game that I've been to, I have betted the the Magic to lose with points because I know that they're not gonna win. Every game I've been to, they've lost by double digits. Every single game. Yeah, you know, they've lost game by like fifty. Like yeah. you should expect them to lose most games. 
Oh. So it's, it feels like a safe bet, but like every now and then they're gonna beat the, you know, they're gonna come <laughs> close with the Nets and beat the fucking Nuggets and beat the Knicks. It makes so no sense. Weird. But um, continuing this, going off of us talking about the Home Alone, um, IKEA in Japan is renting out tiny homes in Tokyo for under a dollar a month. Look, I've been looking at this. This is you feel nuts. Me? You feel me? This is kind of fire. A nice Not gonna lie. Nice little Tokyo outing. I would use this as an office slash nap space. Hey, man. They're taking there, applications. There's no way I could fucking live in here, The apartment dog. will be available until January 15, 2023. Yeah, I could hold on to that for a minute. Do you feel me? Like, and it, it, it comes fully furnished, right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody put this some luxury jail cell type shit. <laughs> Facts. This is where ASAP Rocky was staying in Sweden. Hey, shit, it ain't that bad, nigga. Go to Rikers and look what that shit look like. Um, And then we'll finish Facts. this off. I mean, ha- shit, bro. I'd rather stay here than be homeless. Like, if that's, <laughs> the, if that's the option. Like, look, this place has a fucking chair and a picture frame. That's kind of hard. We'll end this where we started in pre-pod. W taps, no. oh, okay. Supreme Fall twenty twenty one collaboration. Like we said, they do one good to do one bad. What taps shit? W taps. However you good. say it, it's good. It's good. A B mistakenly got TSB a red, uh, bulletproof instead of a black. But if anybody wants it's a size medium they got available. That, nice. that it's a large bro. It's it's size large. It's available for sale. Um, 300 or best offer. <laughs> that varsity jacket is very, very detailed. That shit looks very good. The hoodie. It does. The hoodie was really dope, too. The varsity jacket is really dope, though. I like the varsity jacket a lot. Um, I, I like the um, the fur quilted puffer. The puffer. I'm not really into nice. like the fur shit like that. But I, I do fuck with their um, hockey jersey, too. I wouldn't... I wouldn't be mad at us making a, a Teletalk hockey jersey very soon. I mean, who knows? Um, I'm not even going to hold you. Even the bulletproof vest is nice. The bulletproof vest is really dope. It's it's really... <laughs> I like that they're incorporating what like more of what the brand is and then adding Supreme to it than adding more Supreme into the brand than than that. Like, this is very dope shit that uh, WTAPs would do. Like, I like just the simple WTAPs... Um, cardigan that they had not cardigan but the crew neck that they have there the the fucking the jersey was really dope too like the jersey was very bare minimum with the bag just a supreme w tabs whatever um the hoodie was really dope the sikkim hoodie was really dope i thought the, the colors yeah, on that i was actually like dope. that sikkim logo uh, like i like it i like you the know, colors on the, on the sleeve and then the back on says the street as usual that olive one's really dope like and then i just like those the simple w tabs Crew neck, like that's really dope shit. I mean, if I can get this shit for a decent price, I'd cop some of it. Like, no problem. Facts. I'm I might sure I can get that decent price. Vest. I might return the vest, get store credit, and just get like four decks. They don't give me no fucking store credit, nigga. They give you store credit for returns. They don't give you money. Do back. they? Yeah. I never they even heard of anybody returning credit. anything to uh to Supreme. Are yeah, you able to return stuff now to Supreme? Yeah, you can return stuff. I did not you, know that. You, you got to pay to ship it back, and, like, uh, it has to be, like, perfectly unopened and, like, un, you know, basically yeah, immaculate. Exactly. But, like, yeah, and you only, get, you only get online store credit. That's not bad. That might not be a bad idea to do it, but I'm sure none of this stuff is up. The decks are still up. I'm actually returning this vest and get, it, like, some decks. 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be dope. Uh, the the or the Jackson grill. Home. I might get the grill. Get the fuck out of here. That's one of the things I didn't like. I don't like when they do that shit because you can't even wear that shit. Like as a, as a person who who like if you wear that, bro, yeah, your teeth are gonna hurt like crazy. I mean, it's not sized for your teeth. It's not sized for your teeth. Yeah, it's like you know you shouldn't wear this. Period. Um, but that, you, sh- you shouldn't even buy it to be honest. Well, we'll end that off here. Della Talk season seventeen episode four, recipes Virgil, no. recipes the legend, recipes Virgil. If anyone wants to trade the grill set for a vest, let me know. I'm sure you can find somebody on grill if you didn't fucking harass people. Um, we out, Stiggity. Peace. Stadium status. My big brother was Big's brother Used to be Dame and Big's brother Who was hip-hop brother? Who was no ID friend? No ID my mentor and I let the story begin It's the hard knock life tour Sell out picture us in the mall Copping iceberg and yell out Jigga